to. Um, hosting the podcast for today, carry on talking. And the topic of conversation is safeguarding, where we are going to talk about safeguarding a bit of the dark side. But please don't worry, I want to get addressed to come on the airway to talk about what you need to do. So over to Jessica. Hi. So, um, obviously, because this episode is about safeguarding, it covers topics like abuse, which can be quite heavy topics. And if you get upset at all um, about what we've been talking about, it's really important you talk to somebody that you trust and you can talk to them about any worries that you've got. Um, If you feel that you or somebody that you know is at risk of abuse, you can contact the safeguarding team at your local council. And the number for that, for North Yorkshire anyway, is going to be coming up on the show. So you can listen out for that. If you think you or somebody you know is in immediate danger, then do not hesitate to ring the police. And the number in the UK for that is 999. Thank you. In our studio today, we've got Laura from the Safeguarding Board for North Yorkshire. Hello, Laura. Hello. Um, thank you for having me along today. You're welcome. Um, Laura, explain who you are and how do you get into safeguarding? Okay, so I'm Laura, I'm Laura Watson, and I work with the North Yorkshire Safeguarding Adult Board. And part of my work, a big part of it, is engagement and communication with people. I got into safeguarding um, through my other work what I've done. So I used to work as a locality manager in supported living. Um, and before that, I used to work as an art therapist with um, people with learning disabilities. And a lot of work around that involved working with safeguarding and keeping people safe. Um, and now that is what all of my work is about that I do with um, the North Yorkshire Safeguarding Adults Board around keeping safe and raising awareness. That what is safeguarding? So safeguarding is about um, protecting people from abuse and neglect. So people should be as independent as possible as they want to be um, and it's about making choices now they want to live and still be safeguarded. So people might have heard the words abuse and neglect. Um, and our job as organisations is to make sure that we keep people safe from abuse and neglect. Laura, I've got a question. What what does abuse and neglect, what do those two things mean? So abuse is, um, you know, there's lots of different types of abuse. And abuse can be things such as physical abuse, so it could be when somebody hurts you or part of your body. We've got things such as um, online abuse. We have emotional abuse, so when people do things that make you feel bad or scared. So there's lots of different types of abuse. Um, Neglect can be when people are left um, alone, um, when their needs aren't being met, so if they need help with something and somebody isn't helping with that. And we've also got self-neglect as well. So that's when people don't necessarily help themselves because of different reasons, and that could be that they don't feel well or that they have mental health problems and issues. Um, And there's lots of different things around abuse and neglect. But as our job as agencies, and what I mean by that as a different organisation in North Yorkshire, it's our job to make sure that we support people. So if they do have any you 
know, if they have any experience of abuse or neglect, that they feel safe, that they can come forward and tell somebody, um, and that then we will look into that. You know, when you look into it, do, do you actually go to do you actually go round to the house or where where that person is? So when I say we, Sam, and I should have been more clear, and I apologise for that. So that was okay. the not the North Yorkshire County Council. So with Safeguarding Adult Board, um, we're made up of lots of different organisations and one of the organisations is always the local authority, so that would be the council. Um, and for North Yorkshire, obviously that's North Yorkshire County Council and they deal with what we call safeguarding concerns. So if we get if someone's worried about themselves or, you know, someone that they love or care for, they can raise something called a safeguarding concern. Now, when that safeguarding concern is raised, somebody from the safeguarding team will talk to them um, about this concern and about the next steps and the process around raising that concern. Brilliant. Thank you. So, <clears throat> when people phone up, the public or people who have got a disability, who did they actually phone? So, they would phone um, North Yorkshire County Council. Um, yeah. And tele I can give that telephone number now for people. So it's four one six zero nine seven eight zero seven eight zero, and they will talk to them about reporting a concern about if they're like I say, if they're worried about themselves or if they're worried about somebody else. And then somebody who's specially trained will talk to them about that, and then we'll go through the process and talk about what it is that they want to report. <laughs> I've got a question for both of you. Um, so one of the self-advocates um, was asking about if they're worried about something, um, so for instance, if they're, if they're worried they might be a victim of abuse or something like that, um, who, how do they know when to tell somebody or who to tell? Sam, do you want me to first? I'll go first. I didn't know. Yeah. No, I thought I'd let the lady go first. I think people should be for anything to do with safeguarding, uh, a bit of financial abuse, or they're worried about defence being bullied, or an hate crime. They should always report it to North Yorkshire because we are got strictly care and a responsibility to make sure uh, people who have a disability is being looked after and whatever is going wrong in their life. We need to report it, and also, if the public got concerns about people with a disability, they need to report it, because it's important that we do look after people in society, lawful carers. Sam, if you're, so you're really confident, but what would you say, so some other people obviously aren't maybe, maybe as confident to ring up the Safeguarding Adults Board, who do you think they might be able to talk to? They'll be able to talk to a friend, a friend who they trust, or a carer who they trust, and then that carer or friend or sister and brother needs to phone up. I'm completely right in terms of the people, you know, you are really confident, Sam, when we, we spoke about this, and, and I yeah. think Jess's point is really good because some of the self-advocates, and not just self-advocates, but other people in the community can be a little yeah. bit nervous. And we've said, haven't we, it's a really hard subject for people to talk about. And yeah. having someone that people feel that they can trust and that they're comfortable with talking to, it could even be, you know, someone from the police or a nurse or a doctor or someone that we've got people who work with people. Um, 
it's having that person that they can trust because it's a really important thing that they want to talk about and I think that that really helps people um, if they have someone that they know that can, they can speak to and I don't know about you Sam but I think it's really important that when someone comes forward to talk about this that they're worried about themselves or somebody else that they don't feel that they're being judged and that no, they feel that they can talk about it. Yeah. I think that's what they should do. They should, they should never be judged. Even the police are well trained, and yep. like when you go to court, we have special messages in place. Yeah, so it's having them things in place, isn't it? So we, yes. we just, I think what's important is that, that <clears throat> you know, if you did need to talk to the police there about yeah. that you've got a safeguarding concern, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're then going to have to go into court or, you know, no. the police station or anything. But but if ever there's an incident or there's something really serious that happened, it's good to know that the police and other, you know, we've got our hospitals and health people who yeah. know how to deal with people with a learning disability and particularly those who want to talk about safeguarding. I think that's yeah. really important, isn't it? It is very important. Yeah. When I when I was in hospital, um, I, I have to be interviewed because one of our staff took money off me and... They have to come on the ward to visit me and they said, what time? So I said, about 10 o'clock and this police woman come. And I'll always remember Sarah saying, oh, are you okay? Do you want me to do anything? Do you want me to actually sit in? I said, no, you'll be fine because the lady who was running out couldn't be she sat in, but it was her son-in-law. But I think, hold on, please. Uh, at the time, I wasn't thinking straight. I thought, please, not me. It should be someone else. The money was not starting when I was being interviewed, and uh, at the time I wasn't feeling brilliant, and I realised after she left, the police woman. So that's really important if it's making sure that you've got the right person. So yeah. it's not just about who, is it? It's whether or yeah. not they're the right person to have there as well. And yeah. I think that's what we've spoken about a little bit already somebody that people feel comfortable with, yeah. but also someone that they can trust. And yeah. I suppose on that, Sam, what do you think then, uh, do you think that it's important as well that where people are, so the place that they are, where they feel that they can talk in private, and, you know, that they feel safe and comfortable, would you say that you thought that was important? Yeah, I think it's always important that you are safe where you're talking. You feel safe with the people you're talking to, you should be in a safe environment, Um, even though even hospital, you should the people you're surrounded by you should be comfy about have you nervous yeah but you should always get a friend who's got a disability who can support you probably in the future that's what we could do in the future train up to be be a role model for people who are going through a difficult time in their life I think that's a really good idea, Sam, and I think, like you say, having somebody who might have been through that process yeah. themselves or who know the process really well, like, you you know, you know it, don't you, so that it would almost be like someone like yourself yeah. sharing that information with somebody who might just need to hear it from someone yeah. like you, which I think oh, yeah. is a yeah. brilliant idea, yeah. But I don't know if you, I don't know if you actually have, have you told people yet what you... Um, what your job is, Sam? My job? Oh, my job is a very important job because um, I am the champion for North Yorkshire Disability and the champion for safeguarding. And so when 
from Keyring, who's our organisation who was Sitwood, we actually go to meetings by North Yorkshire and we actually go to the adult board where we talk about the issues about how people feel about uh, hate crimes, financial and stuff like that. And the board, I've, I've looked at it, how can we make safe gardening better? How can we do it a lot better for people around North Yorkshire? Because North Yorkshire is a big county mm-hmm. and we need to make sure people are being safe and stuff like that. And my post is, I think it's for sort of three months, my post, but with the coronavirus, we haven't been able to do the work. So when we come out of coronavirus, me, the little champion, I'll be going out with, with Laura and the team talking about safeguarding how can we make it better. So you might see me and Laura, you might see the team, and hopefully, we do have a stand, come and talk to us at the stand or wherever we are, and we can make sure we, we get it better. We mm. also started the process of doing the books. Mm. We've got three books to do with safeguarding. And we have the three books. Right, Laura, can you explain book one, please? I can, Sam. So book one is called What is Abuse? And that book has lots of information about the different types of abuse. So what we were talking about earlier when we were saying, you know, we've got financial abuse and physical abuse and things like that. This book tells you all about the different types of abuse. And one thing that we would say, because some of it is quite can be upsetting for people, mm. that it might be a good idea to read it with somebody that, you know, whether it's one of your care support workers, family or friends, just so you can read through it together. self-advocates so they worked on these um they worked on these booklets with them um, north yorkshire county council didn't they and did. um they're all um in easy read so yeah and any kind of if there's anything in there as well that needs a bit more explanation it's usually um that's put down there as well so they should be in a, a good format uh, for people to read 
brought out of interest. You know, you're safeguarding book, I just realised. Is it in braille for people who can't, who can't read print or whatever? Have you want to read it yourself? Have you got it in uh, braille? We haven't, Sam, and that's a really good point, actually. But again, that's something that people can ask for. Yeah. Yep, yeah, so if people need it in braille, they can ask for it and we can most certainly look at doing that for people because, as Jess has said and as you've said, we need people to be able to understand the information that's in there and it's accessible for them. Um, and we know that some people need that accessible to some people means that they need things in braille. So a lot of our self-advocates are um, they're now online, but not everybody is online. So if they if people can't get onto the website to view the booklets, um, who would they get in touch with to get a copy of them? So they can contact the, our team, just um, the North Yorkshire Safeguarding Adult Board team, and they can write to us, or you know they can telephone us, get some, one of their family members themselves to contact us, and we'll post them out and. Sam, I know that you're aware that last year, Karen Murray from Clearing, uh, yeah. she did an awful lot of work to post out the um, booklets to people because we know that not everybody can get online and yeah. it's really important that the books get out there. And one of the things that we're looking at doing this year is um, actually launching the books, so relaunching them along with the audio guide so that as many people as possible know that they're there because I think that's important as well as people know that the books are there. They are brilliant, but we need people to make sure that, you know, they know where they are. Um, and for those that can't get online, that we can post them out to them too. Laura, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I don't know if you know the telephone number to the um, Adult Safeguarding Board that people could get in touch with if, if like Sam, maybe they're listening to the show um, yeah. and they just want to ring up and get one. Yes, so they can, and I do. It's something. Go on, then. It's, um, oh, hang on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm built up to it, and then I'm thinking, I always get the four and the three in the wrong place. Go away, go away. <laughs> oh, dear me. Let me see. Sorry, everybody. No, well, that's fine. Um, why, um, any information that we've got um, on in this show, um, it will be put in the show notes. Um, so if you are online um, and you want to know about any of the links that we've talked about, for instance, the booklets on the Safeguarding website, all those links and all that information will be on, on the show notes, so you can look there. So the contact number for the North Yorkshire Safeguarding Adults Board team that people can contact for booklets and things is 01609 Oh, brilliant. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for that, Laura. That's great. Okay, thank you for listening. We have to wind this podcast up. I have no doubt in the future there'll be another podcast about talking about safeguarding. So, Laura, thank you for coming to our studios. Thank you for having me today, Sam and Jess. It's been lovely to talk to you both. Yeah, hopefully next time we'll um, we get to meet up with you in person rather than over the phone. Yes, oh, definitely. You have a nice day, Laura. Thank you for all your for all your questions and answers, whatever you what you told us. Thank you for that. Yeah, next time bring some biscuits with you. We'll do. I won't forget them. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.